You're listening to the Uprise Astrology Podcast, a podcast that inspires the present-day visionary to rise to their best life. My name is Alan Sky, and I'm an astrologer and numerologist. I'm best known for cutting right through the noise and bringing the most important messages to you. Welcome to Uprise Astrology Podcast, friends. We are back live in this episode, we are going to be covering what the astrology has in store for all my Aquarius friends. If you know your rising sign, your rising sign is going to correspond more accurately with all the predictions that I'm going to give today. We are going to be going through each week and what each week has in store for you and all of the most important transits and where they're happening in the houses, right? Because once we know where they're happening in the houses, you have a little bit more of an idea on how to use the energies, how to make the best of the energies. So if you're live here with me in the chat, drop a comment, let me know where you're tuning in from. We are going to get started. First things first, we are finally in a forward moving Mercury, okay? Mercury has been in your guys's eighth house, reevaluating the pros and the cons about commitments, loyalty, intimacy. This may even include taxes for some of you. You have been weighing out the pros and cons here. Why have you been weighing out the pros and the cons? Well, because many of you are trying to make a big goal happen now that is arising at this time. This has to do with the big picture of your life and what makes you feel really purposeful. That Mercury retrograde started in your ninth house, which is the big picture house, the house where your big ideas are now coming alive and you are in a way publishing them. Sometimes you're just making even new methodologies, new philosophies happen in your life that impact you and then they kind of shape what you're aiming for in life, in the big picture, and the meaning of all of that is starting to take on a whole new story. Now, for you, it started there and it moved back into the eighth house. Now, the eighth house is the house of all things that we're incredibly committed to on a deep level, on a profound level. This starts with relationships that we're committed to, where we share the most intimate version of ourselves, or it also has to do with trust in general and money ties into it. So for many of you, you have been re-evaluating maybe even things that belong to you that have a lot of sentimental value or value for the past or in the past story, a chapter of your life in particular that um, had a big, you know, meaning. It had a big story. It is something that has unfolded for quite some time. It feels like you have been in this chapter for a long time because that Mercury in Virgo draws connections to parts of our life that feel very, like at some level, they were very impactful. There was a lot of details that we had to work out to become or get to a certain point. And so that Mercury in Virgo brings up those aspects and it can very often bring up aspects that were disappointing or even heartbreaking or some very important details that matter in form of preparation, in form of organization. And so many of you have been going through weighing out the pros and cons of what it actually looks like if you're attached to this thing, if you're holding on to this thing, 
And if you are not, if you let it go, if you're not attached to this monetary thing or the value of certain um, aspects or even relationships, right? A commitment, a particular type of commitment. If you're not attached to it, then what does your life look like? How does it really unfold? So the awareness is coming back online. You've been reviewing this. Some things may have been confusing. There may have been some hiccups even for you to move forward with some projects because you had to take a look at how you actually feel in your own psyche about all of that, in your own psychology about all of that. So that first week becomes super interesting because you are diving a little bit deeper into this chapter of your life where Mercury now will be in the eighth house, trining your Pluto in the 12th house. So for many of you, you will start to realize that there is meaning to certain attachments, but they don't have to be physical. They now become very apparent or it becomes apparent to you that if you're holding on to the non-physical, that is what matters to you the most. And this is starting to kind of help you to release things in your life that maybe even in the monetary sense, maybe even in the in the sense of like an old chapter of your life that is starting to come to an end. Because whenever we're dealing with the eighth and the twelfth house, this has to do with the past. This has to do with a chapter of our life that, you know, had a lot of meaning. Um, but we're trying to move on. We're trying to move on from this. We're releasing attachments. The eighth house can oftentimes point out something to us that we are attached to. And we don't want that attachment anymore because at some level it causes a misery. And here with Mercury and Virgo, it could point out how this misery is unfolding in real time. If you're attaching yourself to that story, to that chapter, to that commitment, to that thing, that physical item even, well, th these are like the consequences uh, in spirituality or in sort of the um, real life consequences that you might have to deal with if you're keeping yourself attached to it. So you're getting ready sort of the first week of October to start to understand this aspect and to dive a little bit deeper into it. And what is it actually that you're willing to confront now? This is starting to rise up and important conversations start to come up as well during this time in regards to money and letting things go, further validating your decisions that you have been weighing out. Letting that monetary thing go, letting a particular thing that you felt responsible towards, letting it go. No longer that is your truth. There is a different truth that starts to come in to the picture and it gets backed up by Pluto going direct in your 12th house. Pluto going direct in the 12th house. This is you now starting to realize everything that you had to endure, everything you've been going through. There is such deep, profound wisdom that nobody will be able to take away from you anymore. Like you are truly releasing what felt like the longest chapter of your life. And in this chapter, there were some very many good things. And then there were some very many <sighs> disruptive things, things that have been um, very taxing at some level, sad, or maybe even some level of grief over certain aspects of your life where you felt like there was such a power play going on in the background and you never expected it. That person to act or behave or do what they have done because simply they were not in to understand 
who you are, what you are up to, and the things that were really important to you, rather than they were in it for themselves. Very many lessons like this could have unfolded here, and you're starting to release this type of a relationship to the past and this chapter of your life that no longer is there. It's not there anymore. There's no more um, proof for that because the only thing that's left are some minor, minor like details, mini details in the day-to-day that you may be sorting out here, letting go. So it's a very big, profound week where we're starting to make a lot of sort of these types of realizations and we need to sort of let things go. We need to get into a part of our life where we have a fresh start type of feeling is what the first week for many of you could bring. And that's what the astrology I believe and I'm predicting is holding for you guys. Now, the second week of October is really interesting because this is when Mars is going to come into a square with Neptune at 23 degrees. They are going to be um, exact Now at 23, during this week, they're holding kind of that communication together here this entire week in a very distinct way. And this is a bizarre energy, okay? Um, It's not the kind of bizarre that like is weird that sometimes we are like, oh, this is the mystery of life. I want to kind of know more about this. This is a different type of energy, okay? This is sort of like a twisted energy. This is when we have to be cautious about what we're opening up to. Now, where is this happening for you? Mars is in your fifth house. This is the house of your fulfillment, the house of your heart. Um, Oftentimes, this can be the house where, you know, what are you vibing with? What do you actually love in your life? And so there's a lot of ambition and a lot of your actions right now oriented around what it is that you love feeling good about yourself, feeling good in life in general, and your heart being in the right place. These are the things that you're taking a look at over the next several months. We will talk a little bit more about that later. Neptune is going to be in that square from your second to your fifth house. Now, what is this about? This might be a past situation where money situations were involved that kind of comes back into the picture where you're starting to realize lies attached to the story. Okay. This is really, really important because you start to begin to see that the commitments that you were making in the past, you left some very important detail out that you didn't see before, but now it makes more sense. But somehow this week, Whatever is unfolding in your experiences, there are experiences that kind of say hello to that part of your life that make you be more cautious. Something similar is going to come up or a situation from the past is still sort of moving out of your life. And so this is when you start to realize, wow, you know, this thing that didn't make sense, I now understand it is going to make sense now in the future. I'm always going to look out for this thing because you start to realize what it is that you need to look for, especially in the words that people are communicating to you and how they're presenting themselves. This is going to become very important. Something about their appearance or something about in the way in which people present themselves when money is tied to it and you in that picture of what it is that you love and what it is that you're attracting as a result of it, the types of relationships will start to point out to you that you have to wait before you commit when you have that kind of a feeling. And there could be sort of sort of this 
uh, realization of someone's, you know, twist in their intention that becomes so obvious here, where then as a result, you are the person that money wise, you know, you don't want to put yourself in that same money situation in your life anymore, simply because you just took action too quickly. So a realization during this week starts to come up for um, many of you. Now, moving on to October 9th, this is when we are going to have a full moon in Aries. This full moon is going to unfold for you guys in your ninth house. This is the house of philosophy, methodologies, belief, the big picture of life, and also just in general, because it's going to be in Libra um, uh, for you guys. I'm so sorry. Actually, this full moon is happening in your third house. So this is a time when you guys are going to be taking a look at all your ideas that you are working on right now in the present and then also your mindset. This is going to be really, really important. This is taking a look at the small ideas and how you can make those small ideas you know, become alive in the big picture. Okay. This also has to do with how you're thinking right now and what you may have to expand into as far as the big picture and how you need to apply your thinking, maybe a little bit more expansive because the sun is going to be in Libra in your ninth house, looking at this full moon in your third house. This is going to be a time where many of you are going to just start to realize, okay, it's time to move on now. It's time to kind of connect to the things that you actually are interested in at this time and take action on your ideas. You're sort of coming to a decision making here where you are going to take more action on the ideas that you have. And then this starts to kind of get backed up with Mercury coming out of your eighth house, going back into the ninth house, where you'll start to have conversations more and connect to the things more and initiate more towards these bigger ideas that you have so that you can make that thing happen. And this is going to be a really good week for many of you, except for that Mars-Neptune square. You want to, you know, look out for that. Now, Mercury in Libra also is going to bring all of your mental focus on, you know, relationship dynamics in your life where you might want to collaborate with new people in your life or you might want to come together to negotiate with other people to be in a partnership. And this then helps the smaller ideas that you have kind of come to a form of being alive or publishing it even out. Many of you, this could be in a written uh, content or written format. So this is going to be a good week to kind of have those conversations because the sun in your ninth house is also going to be trining Saturn in your first house, which is going to be a time where you will further validate yourself in the decisions that you have been making and the things that you have been working on within yourself, who you are, your strategy, your character, your behavior with yourself may have been changing here over the last many um, months up to almost two years that Saturn in Aquarius is shaping you to realize that who you are now is kind of maturing towards something completely different, entirely different. But it's a good placement here in the first house because this is when you guys are starting to also realize that some patterns that you're creating with yourself are actually working out a lot better than what it used to be in the past. Okay. Now during this time, that sun trine to, um, that sun trine to Saturn is going to strengthen 
you as a person even more. There's stuff that is coming up here during this week when you start to realize that, you know, who you are becoming at this time is becoming so much stronger. And whatever decisions that you're taking right now, they're helping you to become more centered and more self-disciplined. And you are going to benefit from it as a result on the daily. So whatever is happening here during this time, you guys are making decisions in regards to you becoming more centered again. And it's going to get backed up by relationship dynamics as well, because the sun and Venus are together in your ninth house, you know, really opening up that conversation right now in regards to relationships that are really important to you and even some new ones that are coming into your life that then back you, support you. It is a supportive kind of energy. The only thing to look out for is to make sure you're not overcommitting one thing at a time. That's going to be really, really important during um, this second week of October. Now, before I move on to the next transit, I want to quickly introduce myself. My name is Island Sky. I'm an astrologer and numerologist, and I focus a lot on forecasting on my channel with the astrology. So if you're new here on my channel, welcome. I would love for you to hang out with me. Subscribe to my channel ring the bell so that you don't miss any of these messages that are most important for you guys. Let's move on to the third week in October, October 17th through the 18th. This is when the sun is still going to be in your ninth house, forming a trine to Mars in your fifth house. Now, this is going to be a time, I think, when a lot of you are going to take very decisive action and bold action towards things you absolutely love. Okay, that might be a project that you're working on or it might be a possibility and an opportunity that comes through a different situation, very much outside of what you are considering the norm. Might be a person that is coming into your life, might be through someone you've been um, sort of collaborating with or even looking up to or someone who is super inspirational here. You are now taking a very big, bold action step towards, you know, collaborating and making that partnership happen because it is Libra in your ninth house. These are important relationships right now that are forming, but they're helping you to form actually more of this picture that you're envisioning for this new chapter of your life. And so there's a beautiful new beginning here, I believe for many of you that is unfolding. Now, the last week of October, we're starting to head into that solar eclipse energy and this is going to be uh, a time when you guys are going to be focusing a lot on your career. But before you focus on your career and goals and legacy, that conversation, one of the things that is happening for you guys here is, is that you will have a conjunction between the sun and Venus that is going to come exact at 29 degrees in your ninth house. It's going to happen from the 20th until the 23rd. This is really important to point out because there is a moment here when a lot of you are going to start to realize that you are getting a taste for what the future looks like. You're getting a taste for that big picture point of view we were just talking about. And there is a sense of mastery over the past that is unfolding here. You get a sense for that. And that is a very big moment, a moment to celebrate because the more we can hold on to that realization, the more we can actually appreciate everything that we had to live through, everything we had to endure. And so this is something that is um, coming up for you guys. This is what I'm predicting. You know, it's going to be a moment when you're going to start to illuminate like, 
wow, where I'm at now and where I'm headed now, that thing in my life, it's like completely moving out. This old, long chapter that was so good and then also so, you know, gnarly. And you're kind of finishing that up. You're ready to release it. And there's that moment of realization that comes through here. Now, what happens right after that on the 23rd and on is, is that the sun and Venus together, they're going to transit out of your ninth house and move into your 10th house of career and legacy. And this is when a lot of you are going to start to realize, okay, I'm going to now be a completely different person when it comes to my career goals. There are new opportunities that will come up, but you're drawing the line for once and for all to that chapter of your life. You're not going to repeat that again. You're going to secure yourself in ways that are so different so that boundary crossings will not happen the way that they used to. That is a big aspect you'll work on. Now, Saturn is also going to move direct in your first house. This is when you guys are going to be a lot more responsible towards this new action plan with yourself and how you portray yourself to other people. There is a new uh, like side of you that you're going to use and show. And a lot of it has to do with you maturing over certain um, situations. Not that you weren't mature before, but when we're going through any kind of hardship, it shapes us. And that is what the Saturn uh, forward movement here is going to show for a lot of you is, is that you're wanting to be a lot more responsible for certain aspects and how you are taking um, yourself maybe seriously or not seriously in certain aspects have changed so much. And so you are more kind of responsible, more mature in this area. And a part of you also realizes what it is that you want to preserve when it comes to you, your persona, your character. Um, you want to cherish that portion about your life and you want to protect it and you want to do some things about that these things are going to start to become more evident as well towards the end of the month now the last thing I want to talk about is that Mars retrograde that is happening in your fifth house now Mars in Gemini has been here since August 20th it's going to stay here until March of 2023 it's a long time it's not the norm. Mars in Gemini is also going to retrograde, okay? So this is you reevaluating what you love. Now, if you have children, this will involve your children as well. But in general, in a big picture point of view, this has to do with your fulfillment. This has to do with your joy. What makes you happy? You know, what are those things? There's a lot of actions that you will start to take about solving the problems in your life that in the past, maybe didn't allow for you to be more fulfilled, more happy. You're going to solve a lot of problems here. Okay. This is going to happen over the, you know, over the course that I just mentioned, like seven months. Okay. A time to free up some things in your life that don't allow for you to be more ambitious. Even a part of you might even feel like you may have been taking action towards the things that didn't make you feel fulfilled. And so now you're exploring what that actually looks like. And so there is a moment here for you to pause with that Mars retrograde and reevaluate what you want to change about yourself. It's going to require some effort, right? Whenever we talk about Mars, there is effort involved in it. There is problem solving involved in it. There's something that may have to get cut out. But with this Mars in Gemini, you will be testing 
out different things and you will learn so much about fulfillment and that subject of fulfillment here in that fifth house. Now, if you want to learn more about what the overall pulse of October is all about, I have another video, a separate video dedicated to Libra season where I cover the new moon in Libra. And I also discuss in that video what you should be focusing on and why you should be focusing on it in more depth. So watch that episode next. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I really appreciate you guys and I will see you here in my next episode. Bye.